Hi, this is Katie from House of Apis. And in podcast nine, the episode that was about self-care is not selfish, we had so much content that we just could not fit it into the whole episode. We talked about a topic called Zoom fatigue, about what we're all probably experiencing from spending so much time doing video conferences and virtual meetings and interactions with our friends, family, and coworkers. So we wanted to talk and share a little bit about that. This segment is the excerpt that did not make the original podcast, and we hope you enjoy it. We'd love to hear what you think about it. And now for Zoom fatigue. Let's talk about what has been called Zoom fatigue. Have you ever heard of Zoom fatigue? I've heard about it. I <laughs> experience it less than others, I'm guessing, from our earlier conversation. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but yes, I've heard of it. <laughs> yes. If you think about it, it shouldn't be just Zoom fatigue because there are many conference calls, uh, video conference providers, but it's called Zoom fatigue. And these past 18 months, we have been on all the time as our living rooms, our kitchen counters, dinner tables, homes in general have become our workplaces. So as we mentioned before, lines have been crossing between private and work life. And let's not talk about that balance that we mentioned before. So there have been multiple articles written about the subject, but the one that we are using today is one from the Harvard Business Review in April of 2020 uh, that is called How to Combat Zoom Fatigue. And is by Liz Foslin and Molly West Duffy. And uh, they talk about why do we find video calls so draining? And in part, they say, is because they for force us to focus more intently on conversations in order to absorb information. They also require us to stare directly at a screen for minutes at a time with any visual or mental break, break which is tiring. Yeah, this is right. Like it's a mode, decades of experience in learning and development. So one of the core things that you learn about is adult learning theory and, and mixing things up between audio, visual, and kinesthetic. So from a Zoom perspective, right, the ability, audio and visual, you can mix up very easy, but it's hard to get that kinesthetic, which is the touching, the feeling, the movement, right? Like those types of things. So I, I totally get why people would get fatigued. And plus you're sitting most of the time when you're doing that. For those of you that are lucky to have a treadmill a desk, I'm jealous. You're blood circulation isn't pumping too well either while you're stuck in those things. So you got all sorts of physiological things that aren't, aren't coming together in the ideal situation. So I don't doubt at all how people get Zoom fatigue. The thing that I found very interesting and actually surprising is that there are studies that are showing that the, the Zoom calls or all the video calls could exacerbate the feeling of body dysmorphia that some people already have due to the fact that looking at themselves all the time in a camera would equate to constantly looking at themselves critically in the mirror. And that yeah. is what people do when have so what yeah. is morphia. So that's crazy. Yeah. Well, think of how much money has been spent in the last year over lighting and all those things. And the background, I'm telling you, my blurred out background is my happy space because now I don't have to worry about cleaning stuff. Right? <laughs> I just blur it out and people go, oh, your room looks lovely. I'm like, yes, <laughs> it does. It's nice and clean. Especially uh, most recently when our wine orders, we were members of a couple of wine clubs and my whole back counter was filled with wine bottles. I was like, I need to blur that out. 
out, people are going to think I have a problem, but I was having to work out in the kitchen to your point about having to work in a bunch of different things. So Mila, did this article give us any advice on how we could handle this Zoom fatigue and what are some things we might be able to do? Yeah, they say that the first thing is to avoid multitasking, which is actually funny because I have heard that there are a lot of people and I have done it myself that do multitask all the time. Uh, but it, it says that it might Zoom be... call? If you're boring me, I'm multitasking. I'm just <laughs> going to be honest with you. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you have too many people and then maybe it's not even your turn or your topic or whatever. So depending on what you're doing, yes, you are. However, they say here that switching between tasks can cost you as much as 40% of your productive time. So they are suggesting that the next time you are in a video chat, you have to close any tabs or programs that might distract you. Okay. I don't know. I wonder how many people are actually not multitasking. If some of my colleagues will hear me, I actually realize now when they are chatting with each other, because I look at their faces and then I just um, get into their DMs and then we have a group. There are some particular colleagues and I said, what are you chatting about? What are you <laughs> laughing about? And then I see them laughing on the corners <laughs> of the video conference. So yeah, I'm totally guilty of this because I actually get more stressed out if I'm sitting on a Zoom call and I don't actually feel like it's the best use of my time, but I'm, I'm needed for 10 minutes of the conversation. So I'm either like, tell me when to hop onto the call or I'm going to be working on something else until you need me. Mm -hmm. So if you don't actually need me for uh, the other thing that I would say is do your meetings, like check what amount of time you really need for your meetings. Yeah. Like, so I was trying to do more 15 minute and 20 minute and 40 minute type of meetings. Um, when that's all you need, because otherwise you'll fill the time you'll find something oh, yeah. to fill the time and it might not be the most productive. So I think my thing is I'm going to multitask, but, but I do agree with the point, right? If you're actually supposed to be engaged in the conversation and you're doing something at the same time, neither, neither of those tasks are actually getting the best of you. So I totally get that. Yeah. Okay. So then the, uh, the other thing actually that we didn't talk about is how many times do you say in a call, you are on mute? It was comic relief at first, but then it just gets annoying. Yeah, yeah exactly. I will tell uh, you, I will. So I don't know if I've actually said this on a podcast yet. So here in the United States, there's a group that is called AARP, the, uh, the association of American retired persons or whatever it is. And when you turn 50, you get access to this. One of the benefits, I, and by the way, I'm full in on the benefits. I know people much older than me that are like, no, I'm not I, like, that's me admitting I'm old. No, I'm in. You going to give me something free. Okay. But one of the things has been these movie screenings. And so I get on to do these movie screenings and they have chat on the side and all these mm -hmm. things. I can't get this out. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't the screen bigger? I can't rewind. I can't like all the stuff that was in the instructions and told you that you can't rewind and that it's timed and blah, blah, which makes me laugh. So now we're a year and a half into this and I'm like, folks, <laughs> You're still on nothing's mute. different from 10 or 12 months ago when we did this. Anyways, <laughs> same in Zoom, no matter whether it's work or in a social environment. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so just going to go quickly through uh, the other two topics that they uh, suggest because uh, we have other topics to discuss. But they are also uh, suggesting that you should take mini breaks 
during longer calls. And that doesn't mean that you are just going to leave the call and go, but just they, they want to, yeah. they suggest that you minimize the video, moving it behind your open applications, which actually this point contradicts with the first one, because yeah. you have open <laughs> applications. <laughs> that means that you are multitasking. But anyway, or just looking away from your computer, computer now and then which I do and then I look at my phone which is uh, something that you but yeah but this is the topic I think that minimizing the video or just <laughs> or just I <laughs> this is the house of Epis giving you meaningful and awesome <laughs> advice on what you can do in regards to this I well but you know here's the thing to this point I will get up and stretch or walk around a little bit around the desk or move get the blood yeah. flowing a little bit differently I get the intention give your eyes a break give your of course <laughs> no and I do that as well and sometimes I just turn my camera off really yeah yeah. And I just walk around because if I'm listening, so it depends on what kind of meeting it is. Sometimes it's a workshop and then it's three hours and you have different people talking about a deck and you are looking at the deck. They don't need to look at me looking at the deck. Yeah. So then I just walk around and then I go make a coffee and I'm still listening. And sometimes I even ask a question. So it doesn't matter. You put yourself on mute and you put yourself with a camera of people when you go to uh, the toilet or yeah. you go to get a coffee. That is... Uh, you don't turn this off. Although I think what you just said, that was a really good point. I think it's important to have the camera on for the opening of a meeting, the pleasantries section, and maybe the close by, and then any maybe Q&A or discussion. But during presentations, turn the flipping camera off. Yeah. It's not needed. Like, Especially depending on how many people there are. If it's three people, yeah. maybe not. But if it's 15, forget about it. Because you yeah. cannot see all the people anyway. That's our short excerpt on Zoom fatigue. Hope you found it at least entertaining, if not somewhat informative. Please join us on www.houseofapis.com where you can get access to The Hive, which is our closed community. And you can get in there and have a conversation. We will post something about Zoom fatigue to find out what you all are experiencing as well. We'll also in the podcast notes post the article that we reference in this segment. Hope you all uh, are finding a way to avoid Zoom fatigue. And until next time, thank you again. And don't forget to subscribe. Bye.